What creates partnerships? When partners want to make a partnership, what gives the one the ability to acquire the other person's assets to partner? The fact that I say, let's be partners, you say, great idea, let's be partners. Does that, at that moment, am I required to share half my earnings with you and vice versa? The answer is no. You have to make a Kenyan. Even So if, for example, we're starting a business off with cash. Now, if, let's say, there's no cash and no produce, we're going to go around mowing lawns or washing cars and collect the money and split the money. So that's another story. Let's start with one more case where there is some kind of assets. You have cash. Each one brings his cash. And maybe it's not even exactly the same amount. They bring it into one pouch. They both pick it up at the same time. Actually, not at the same time. So they both pick it up, and thereby each one makes a Kenyan. But the point is, is that I'm not acquiring everything. I'm only, I'm only acquiring the rights to half of your money. You acquire the rights to half of my money, and then at that point, all the all the profits we make, we split, or whatever the agreement is. If it's 75, 25, right? If I'm a very experienced businessman, and you have lots of cash. Maybe we'll split it 50, 50. Or we'll split it 75-25 because I have all this experience, right? Okay. If, however, they just made a contract and there's witnesses even. Even though they made a Kenyan from each other. They made a Kenyan to commit to bringing $100 cash each. And, and, and make a partnership with it. That doesn't acquire each other's assets and they're not in a sense of obligation. They're not partners. Because even though we made a Kenyan to do the bring the money, perhaps even the Kenyan was the intention of acquiring the money, you cannot acquire cash with a Kenyan Khalifa, we learned. You can only acquire items. Therefore, Kenyan Khalifa, the, 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 the idea of, uh, of, of uh, acquisition by swapping, right? I'm going to trade you this item for that item. As soon as I pick up your item, you get my item. But when it comes to cash, you can't do that. It doesn't work. Therefore, if they partnered with an item, some kind of movable item, some kind of produce, once they made a kidney from each other, he's going to bring his barrel of wine. He's going to bring his jug of shaltvash of honey. At that moment, they're partners. They become partners. So, so therefore, the profits or the losses of the wine, and the, the oil and the wine, we split as agreed. Because of that, you can make a king of this matter in the, of Chalip in this fashion. Similarly, if it's produce. Okay, so when it comes to produce, we mix the produce together into one place. By that mixing it, it's a way of showing we're, we're sharing our... Are, 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 are the profits, the partnership. Or we, or we jointly rent the location, or even or for sure by location. And each one puts his jug or barrel of wine and oil for the purposes of the partnership acquiring it. So this is a classic way you acquire something is via having it on, on your property. And here the property is both of ours. We both put the items there so the other person can acquire half of it. So it's half of my, it's half mine, and half yours. This piece of property. So, it is so therefore, I have the right to acquire half of yours, and you can acquire half of mine. How is it? Should they work? So here's the bottom line: all the manners in which a person buys an item when he buy, that, he, that, he, that he buys, which is by picking it up, by putting it into property, by king, by king the chalipin, the king the sudder, which is the process of just symbolically making a king, as we said. 
This is the same way my partners are acquire the, the cash they're sharing. Which is between them to, to, partner, to partner with. So then that's how that works. So what is the, exactly the Kenyan of mixing produce together? The mixing together, it's called it's considered a Kenyan. Normally produce is supposed to be separate. But mixing together, you, you, you indicate you want it to be, to, to be together. Um, that would not work by cash though, apparently, because it seems that mixing it together has some kind of status of a Kenyan Khalifin. Right? But, but, but when it comes to produce, that, uh, that wouldn't be the case. Excuse me, when it comes to cash, it wouldn't be the case. Base. You have partners, but they have no assets. You have partners, oh, sorry, thank you, that have become partners in a business of craftsmen, right? But there's no assets. I'm going to go out with you together, and we're going to go house to house doing tailor work. But, we have no, but there's, no, there's no actual merchandise, though. Even though they made a, they made a Kenyan, we shook hands on a deal. They're not shutzfin. Therefore, I, I can back out and change my mind. Case of example. Two tailors, that made a condition. So that they made a deal that we're going we're to go house to house working and we'll split everything evenly. Sometimes you'll get paid more than so I'll get paid more. We'll split it evenly or whatever the agreement is. There's no shutters over there. You cannot acquire or transfer something which doesn't exist. Over here there's no items. It's just a commitment to do things, right? So therefore, that doesn't create a partnership. If, however, they would buy garments, fabric, with their own money, sorry, with their common money, and then they would sell it, sell it, and they would buy the material, the fabric, the, 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 the horizontal and vertical fabric from their money, weave it and sell it, and they became partners by the money, the cash, which they bought the merchandise. So either they become partners in the merchandise, the, the fabric, or they become partners first in the cash by mixing it together in one pouch, picking it up, and then they buy the fabric. In that case, they are partners, whatever the profit they make in the work they do in the business or the transactions, side is divided equally if it's a 50-50 partnership. So when it comes to um, a, a, a tailors of some kind that we're going to make a tailoring business together, there has to be a situation where you have something tangible to, uh, to base the business off of to create a partnership obligation. Right. Until you ha- as long as that hasn't happened, one guy could say, you know what? I decided I want to keep the profits for, for myself. I'm not going to, split, I'm not going to you know, partner with you. Gimel. One of the ways of making the partnership with cash is everyone puts in the same pouch, everyone picks it up, right? And now we have a case of three partners. Each one wants a third of the business, let's say. But one guy gave 200, one gave 100, we gave 300. And they're all busy with the money, trying to make more money. And there was a profit or there was a loss. Unless it was otherwise stipulated, the, 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 the increase... Or the loss is even. is not based on the money. It's in other words, if the, you have $600 now, right? Because I gave one, he gave two, he gave three. That's a total of $600. Now, we invest the money, we profit $600. We have $1,200 now. So, in the, if the business dissolves at that point, everyone gets back the original amount of money. I get two, he gets three, and he gets one. But the profit of $600, we divide evenly two, two, two. Okay. 
regardless of how much everyone invested initially. Again, unless, of course, there was this condition in, in the contract. Yeah. Even in the event that the investment they made with the money was to buy a shur, that they want a shecht. And, and, and they're going to shecht it. And in fact, had they successfully shechted the animal between them, you would divide it based on their money. So the person, for example, who invested 300 would get half the animal. And the other two people who between them have 300, this guy gives two, this guy gives one, they would get half the animal and they would have to divide it among themselves. He would get two thirds, he would get one third of that half. If they, instead of shechting it as they planned, sold the animal, the loss or the gain is divided among them evenly. That's true if they profited and there was a decrease increase in the actual money. So the money that comes in on top of the base of the business is divided evenly. But if the actual cash is here, nothing's changed. They haven't spent it, spent it yet. It goes down in value, or it increases in value. Because the king changed the currency rules, or the people of the country, right? Inflation. In that case, they divided evenly. Because what if they had never partnered? It would be the same thing. Cash is cash. And therefore, the fact they partnered doesn't, doesn't impact this. When there's no conditions, and when they, when they just you know uh, partner without making any stipulations, um, Aval, however, by the way, this the, the, uh, uh, the same produce would, the same the, the same thing would apply with produce. If we each want to make a a, 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 um, a bakery, and everyone brings their grain, and I bring half the grain, and he brings a quarter, and you bring a quarter, so I bring double the amount of both of you, and then before we do anything, the price of grain goes up or down. Right? The, same thing would, the same thing would happen. If you, and you divide the business, we don't do it to third or third. I take half of it, you get a quarter each because if, if we hadn't partnered, the price of grain would, would, uh, would, would fluctuate. So, a madam, when is it true, this time when there's no, no one says any conditions specifically. If they make conditions, even if the condition is the guy who only invested 100 gets 75% of the profit. And the person who invested 200 only gets a quarter, perhaps because the guy who invested 100 is a very skilled and experienced businessman, so he thinks he deserves more. And they, and, and they also made a deal was that if there's a loss, the guy who is supposed to get three quarters of the gain, if there's a loss, he only swallows a quarter of the loss. The guy who's only get a quarter of the gain swallows three quarters of the loss. Let's suppose they made that deal. Then they divide the, 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 the business, the, the profits, the losses, based on whatever the conditions. Whatever deal you make when it comes to monetary issues is a legitimate deal. As long as you're not getting involved in a question of interest, which we'll learn about in the next paragraph. Doubt. When the partners make a deal, we will keep the business until this, this and this date. Each one has the right to prevent his fellow from, from dissolving the business. He can't divide, the, you know, split the business up until that time arrives. Or if there's no money left in the partnership, if they're bankrupt, then they can divide it as well. And neither of them has the right to 
take his original or his agreed original portion of the of the uh, the original amount or the profit until the time arrives because that was a deal. The Shatustam, where they make a partnership, and they don't make any deals as to how long the this this. Uh, this, what we call LLC will last, yeah? They didn't make a deal, or PC, whatever. They didn't make a deal. But like, they made no end date. Anytime one of them wants to say, I'm out, he can say, I'm out. In that case, he can take, walk away, get whatever profits of the business he is entitled to. The other guy gets his portion. And that is, <coughs> that, is that. Now, what if... It wasn't so easy to say one for me, one for you, two for me, two for you. Cannot, it was, cannot be divided. Yeah, let's for an animal. If you if you if you, kill, if you divide the animal, will die. Or dividing it makes it worth a lot less. It's worth more. So in that case, then they sell it to somebody else, because right? let's say a sifatayer, or let's say something else which is uh, an item or whatever it is. You divide it in half, no. it's worth less. So then in that case, you sell it and divide the money, and and. Um, and or, or or for that matter, one partner can tell the other, "Listen, either I buy you out, you buy me out." What if they didn't make an end date, but there was a known, assumed end date for that type of business? For example, let's suppose they make a business about selling a sregim. They go to Italy, they pick a sregim, and one of the guys wants to divide the business in the middle of El. He could say, "We didn't make an end date. I want to end, end the business." He could say to him, "No, it's assumed that we keep this business going until till Sukkot, right? Until, until the end of Sukkot." Each one can prevent the other. That they should not divide the business until all the produce is sold. And the time when it's known to sell it. Because right now, no one's willing to buy the shrugging yet. Therefore, you can keep... You, it's as if you established an end date. Sukkot's time, for example. Or the same would be other kinds of produce that are very commonly sold certain certain, certain uh, times of the year. All right. And therefore, until that time arrives... No one's, whenever it's local custom to sell that merchandise at that season, no one is allowed to, right, pumpkins, yeah, for Halloween, for example, yeah, right, whatever. So no one is allowed to take the, 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 either the, the original amount of money or the, their loss until that time arrives, unless, of course, it was a condition made. Okay. What if the business owed money, excuse me, the business was owed money to, from somebody else, right? He can't tell his fellow. You can't tell them, no, 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 we can't divide the business even though you want to divide and even though we did make an end date, until we get paid back, I want to keep it together. Ella, rather, he could divide the chalak and they can split it. Whenever the debt is paid, each one gets his half or his portion. There's no reason, that's, not, that's not a reason to have to force them to be together. But however, if however the business owed money to somebody else, so if the situation is such where they're not responsible for each other, in other words, the guy who, who uh, is collecting money from the business could come to each one of them and say, uh, uh, when he comes to each one of them to collect, the, the one person could say, here's the 50% of what my partnership owes you. And the other guy cannot say, excuse me, your whole business owes me money. I want everything from you. I don't know where your partner is. It's a case, but that's not, that's not the case. They, they're not responsible for each other. Each one only is responsible for his half. If that's the case, they could divide. When the time comes to pay the debt, to have the debt collected, then, um, uh, sorry, the case over here is where they, they owe it to somebody else, right? So, so therefore, if each one could pay his half and, the other, and, and they can't be expected to be responsible for the other partner, so they can divide it, and then when they have to pay the debt, everyone pays their half to the bank. However, if it's no mannerism that it's one corporation 
and that each one of them can be demanded to pay responsibility for the other person as well. So the, so the guy can come to one of them and say, I want you to pay the entire thing, and he can demand it from him. And, and then he has to go back to his partner and, and get repaid. And in that case, each partner has the right to prevent the other from dividing, unless they both agree, of course. Until the time to pay arrives and they'll pay their debt. Why does he have the right to do that? What's the, uh, uh, what's the problem if, if uh, each one will pay? And even if they're, they're responsible for the entire debt, and therefore the cover for, cover for the other person, they'll get reimbursed, right? He says, Since each one of us is obligated to pay the star, since, since we both together are responsible for this, this, this star, then we, we have the responsibility to do our best to make as much money as possible to satisfy the debt and to uh, have, have, uh, have money left over um, if possible. In other words, let's say the case is where the business doesn't have as much money at the moment as it, as, as it, uh, as it needs to pay the debt. So he said, listen, it's, we're both responsible for each other. We, then in that case, I can expect you to work together with me to satisfy this obligation we both share. Amalek Haver, if his friend tells, tells him, listen, Nachla, let's divide. I'll leave you money from the business for my half for the entire uh, star. In other words, the star is for $1,000 on our business. Here's $500 of my money from my half of the business, for my half, and the other $500 you pay from your half. You do business and pay, here's, five, here's my, my responsibility. You pay your responsibility as best as you can. They pay it up when the time comes. The other partner can still prevent it from, from pulling out and, tell, and can tell him, maybe I'll cause a loss. Two people can more successfully profit more than one individual can. And this means either because we'll both you know, together be better and more strategic in our business. The Gemara apparently says it has to do with mazel. Which can be, it could be that they're, that they're kind of connected. All right, hey. A person gives money to his fellow to go to another, another country. Here's the money. Make a Kenyan. Take responsibility to invest my money in that country. You're going to travel to Italy and buy a Sregan for me, right? And we're going to split the profits, let's say. To buy produce. Um, so he gives him money to, to go to another place to do business or to buy produce. Or he gives him money to buy produce for do business. Or... Um, or, or to buy produce and to sell it in the, in the store. At that point, he's not allowed to change his mind and say, you know what, I decided I don't want it anymore. Here's the money back. I don't want to do business with you. So once he makes a key for the money, he has a responsibility to that money until he, until he goes there and does what he agreed to do and, and, and uh, for the time he agreed to do it. Even though we'll see that a, a person who's, who's a hired day worker or even a person who manages Heter Iska, as we'll learn, could back out over here. Once you make a Kenyan, until he buys those produce and sells them. Or he sits in the store for that amount of time. It's like making a partnership, in which case we learn that the, and the partnership is given an end date. And we learned you can't back out of the partnership until the end date comes. This is considered a partnership, not a hired worker. Therefore, he has to stay in until the end of the term. And which is either that date or the task when he, when he agreed to do, which is go to Italy, buy a swig, and bring it back, etc.